Hello, world. This is Bob France, co-host of the wonderful podcast Dork Trek. My first comic book is on sale now at comic stores all over the country, all over the nation. That book is called Monty the Dinosaur from Action Lab Entertainment. Get your copy now. It's in stores. And on sale this coming Wednesday, new comic book day, the 28th, is issue two. Issue one, issue two. We've got two issues. That's pretty cool. So you can go to any comic shop in the country and tell them that you want Monty the Dinosaur in your pull. If you haven't picked it up, you should. It's been reviewed very well online. People seem to like it. It seems to resonate with people. It's an all-ages book about a dinosaur and his human friend Sophie, and they have fun and silly adventures together. That book is in stores now, issue one. Issue two will be out on the 28th of September. Issue three will be out in October, and the trade paperback. That's right. I will have a trade paperback will be out in November. So go to your local comic shop, order the books. Please, 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 please order the books. It's a labor of love. I'm really proud of the project and I want you to see it and read it and enjoy it. That is Monty the Dinosaur from Action Lab Entertainment in comic shops now. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Do you have that little Swept spiky thing? To the side and everything. Yeah, of course. That's his trademark, but like he it's just ridiculous. Um no, so I just the guy's like 45. It's like, come on, man, get an age-appropriate haircut. I just told the girl that cuts my hair, is like, I just want to fade. <laughs> <laughs> So she's like, huh? And I was like, you know, like a fade. I just want to fade. I was like, I want it short on top, but like at least so it looks like I'm not just shaving my head like I'm a kid on the special ed bus. You know what I mean? Like oh, I, want, I want like a – I mean, I'm not trying to be – t- You don't need the sling blade. Yeah, I just want, I want like a haircut, but I want it short. So she gave me a fade. So I look like a Ross – I got a Ross Barclay. That's a real short of – so I'm happy with it. But yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, man. So are you going to play footy now? <laughs> no. no. For Everton? Forever, no. No, he should have left Everton when they were off. They should have sold him when they were offering him shit tons of money for that guy because he sucks. He sucks. What are you drinking there, Dennis? Earl Grey, hot. Of course. But of, but of course. Um, and yeah, then... Now, do you want to do? Or do you want to do the A Team podcast Saturday? Da, 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 da. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. We have to. We have to do it before we. It has to be over eleven because I have to watch Sven Gulli. Okay. But so we can do it. <laughs> I nine nine forty five to eleven or whatever. We can do it in the morning. Uh We can do it in the evening time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see here. What's the name of this episode? The Siege. The Siege. With uh, space uh, with space wings. <laughs> I have those on my maxi pads. Woo! <laughs> but it is. Space wings is in this book. Or is it in this issue? Or episode? I'll get there. One of those medias. I'll get there. Uh, I didn't realize who uh, the general was last time we met him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen mocked um, uh, the 
Majora in general. Stephen Marchant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a pretty famous actor. They got some good actors in this yeah. episode. Like, I had to look him up. My son is actually named after a character that he played in a movie. I mean, it was like, I've seen the movie a hundred times, but he, it was from like 1976. Uh-huh. So, you know, the age different, you know, the, the extra what, 20 years between that movie and this episode. It's before he grew those ridges on his nose. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Got a haircut. It so changes everything. Him. Yeah. The ridges. Mm-hmm. Well, what movie was this? What character? Oh, uh, Yoni Netanyahu. Uh, oh. Jonathan Netanyahu. Older brother of Benjamin Netanyahu. It was the Radon in Tebe. The Radon in Tebe. There it is right there. Yep. It sounds like a Star Trek episode. It is. The Radon in Tebe. It's where uh, Jordy uh, assaults uh, some black pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that Entebbe. <laughs> no, that was the name of the chick that he was assaulting with his schlong. Her name was Nintebe. It turns out it was all just a holodeck episode. It was all a holodeck. It was all in his dream. It was all a dream. <laughs> it was Data's dream about Jordy finally getting laid. Season eight. <laughs> um, no, there's some good actors in this episode, man. Um, yeah, he's he's uh, he's a prominent one. Then Space Wings. I love Stephen Weber. I've always loved Stephen Weber. Whenever I see Stephen Weber's name on a show, though, there's another actor that I always confuse him with when I just by name. Uh-huh. So depending on which actor is in the movie or the episode or whatever I watch, when I see Stephen Weber, I'm like, oh, no, it's not the Wings guy. It's the other one. I always confuse him. And then it ends up being the Wings guy. And I'm like, God damn it, it was him. Now, who is the other guy you confuse him with? I can't remember. Until, until the next time that I see a show with that guy. All right. And I think it's Stephen Weber from Wings, and it ends up being the other guy. Because I will say that Stephen Weber has, and this may be just me, but he has like a, a Willem Dafoe, poor man's Willem Dafoe thing going on. Anybody, anybody else see that, or is it just me? I can see it. He's not as creepy by far, though. No, 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 not as creepy, but, like, from a distance. Like, I could go, oh, my God, that, like, if we were at a restaurant, I was like, holy shit, that's Willem Dafoe. No, that's Wings. That's just Wings. Space Wings. That's Space Wings. Hey, there's nothing wrong with Stephen Weber. No, Stephen Weber's awesome. He was in that Larry David yeah. movie, Sour Grapes. Um, I've always liked Stephen Weber. It's just, he's... A weird casting, I thought, for Star Trek. That's all. I was like, wow, that's a, I thought that was a good get. Now, was this concurrent with Wings? I don't know. Let me check. I, think so. I, I can't it, remember. When, I used to watch it. Yeah, Wings was on in 97. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, because this was, what, 94, I guess? 93? 94, 95. Well, Wings was on until 97, so... Okay, so anyway, either way. Yeah, he was on, yep, it was 1993, so this was in the middle of Wings. So was this a, like an example of like him wanting to be on Star Trek? Like he's just a tricky, and he's like, "Can I just get like a part? Maybe part of Star mm-hmm. Trek." Maybe. Well, see, the, I get that wings money coming in. Like he's a really big star. <laughs> that wing, that wings money. <laughs> well, see, I yeah, we got the cheers leading and everything. Yeah, dude. <laughs> hey, Wings was on for 172 episodes, man. That's big time. Jeez, that's almost Star Trek level. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I read that Stephen Mocked was actually Gene Roddenberry's first choice to be the captain of the Enterprise. Huh, I'm glad that didn't work out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, now looking back, but uh, 
So I don't know. Maybe DS9 was where all of the. I think DS9 and Voyager would be where all the want to be on TNG but didn't quite make it actors went. Yeah, I would definitely. I, I would definitely say though that this was a case of a famous guy wanting to be on Star Trek. Although you know, DS9 kind of is the wings in space because wings takes place in an airport, <laughs> and DS9 is basically like a space airport. Yeah. So. Yeah, and didn't they have Cork is, is Roy? And and if you think about it too, all right, listen, um, you've got the original series, but listen, okay, so you've got the original show, right, the big one, which is TNG Cheers, right, and then you have like yeah. an also ran series Wings DS Nine, and then you have another Frasier. Frasier kind of Voyager thing happening here where like Voyager got all the love that Frasier got DS9 and Wings eh. so yeah there's many parallels here yeah what I mean I wish I, I hope and I'm sure you know people know the answer to this but it'd be great if there was like an episode of DS9 that had the entire cast of Wings in it that would be awesome well, because, I mean, well, remember, I guess they did that mock-up of Voyager on Frasier? Yeah. Yeah, so the similarities are there. This is the bastard child of the Cheers family, you know? Wings is the bastard child of Cheers. Yes, mine heavily underrated. Wings heavily underrated. Yeah, the bastard, the bastard children of, uh, of Star Trek. So there you go. A lot of parallels. Do they have a shapeshifter in Wings? I don't remember that. Well, what's his face was the guy who played Sandman later on in Spider Man was kind of a shape ch- a shift changer. Oh okay. uh, yeah, Lowell. Yeah, Lowell. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Tony Shalhoub uh, Tony was on Shalhoub. here, as the, mm-hmm. the taxi driver. And let me, Jenny, will you do me a favor? Um, I don't want to. Can you leave for a second? <laughs> can I leave? Okay. Well, because I don't want to spoil something. I have a question to ask, uh, okay. Dennis. Dennis, how much? Well, hang on, Jenny. How much of Jenny? Uh, Dennis, how much of DS9 have you seen? Uh, not much beyond this. Okay, well then you leave too then. Yeah, oh. Just for a second, just for a second. I just want to talk to Ben then. Okay. So this is the spoilery part. Okay, um, so I was, wa- I was watching uh, Heroes and Villains the other night, right? Uh-huh. And, I, and I guess it was a later episode of uh, DS9. And I think I accidentally learned that the... Uh, that uh, Odo's race of people are the Dominion. Is this correct? Okay. All right. So that's a big that's a big deal, right? Because the Dominion become quite a. I know oh, that. You were listening. You know what, Dennis? I know, I could hear like every every fifth word or so that you were saying about the the Dominion and uh, Odo. Yeah. Okay. So so that so that is the case though. The yeah. And stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Okay, Jenny, you're good. All right. So you're back in. Right. It's it's weird because I turned it on because like I was like oh cool DS nine is on and I turned it on and I watched it for four seconds and that's what I learned I was like ah oh, great like the whole yeah. fucking series is well, no, it's like I was watching Fringe and I've only seen the first three and a half seasons of it and a coworker you know because we were binge watching it at the house mm-hmm. and I mentioned that to a coworker and he's like oh yeah that's like in season five when you find out and I'm like oh don't spoil it. he's like oh it's not a spoiler and then he proceeds to tell me the big secret. <laughs> They're all gay. That's, that's pretty fucking significant. That's no secret. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, then. Okay. Because yeah, I, I literally turned on DS Nine on Heroes and Icons wrong time. at the absolute wrong time, and she and she was saying like, "Oh, I'm sorry about." That. I was like, "Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> like, really, really?" I was kind yeah, of. That's a pretty that. heavy, pretty heavy spoiler for DS Nine. Yeah. So anyway. But I didn't get to heaven. So um, so yeah. So this is the final episode of the three episode arc to begin season two. It's called the siege. Now, is this the one where the uh, the martial arts guy and there's the chicken, the uh, cake that comes out? No, that's under siege. Okay, I believe that's a French movie. Under, then I under siege. <laughs> under I, I siege watched two. the wrong episode. <laughs> So, I'm, I'm uh, so oh, that's a good. That's a really good movie, though. You should be happy that you watched that movie. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Is great in that Tommy Lee Jones there? Yes. And uh, uh, Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Yeah. Crazy ass Gary Busey. Well, well, I, I mean, he's never been. He's never been not crazy, Gary Busey. I love the scene in, uh, I wonder if they're going to have his character in the Lethal Weapon TV show. Because now there's a Lethal Weapon TV show. And Gary Busey was really great in the first Lethal Weapon movie. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. He's all, get that piece of shit off my lawn. <laughs> I love Gary Busey. He kicks the shit out of Gary Busey. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, so this episode is the uh, third episode of the season two opener. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. There's not really a lot going on. I mean, did it, does it feel like we're deeper into the season than we actually are, though? No, oh, yeah, because this has been intense in television viewing. I mean, it, it, it was kind of ballsy, though, to have like a, a three-episode season opener. Yeah, well, we talked about that last week, too, is like, you, you know, when the next episode is, you know, uh, uh, Jake's got a boner in math class, and what are we going to do about that? It's kind of a letdown. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so uh, Nog help him out. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fifth law of acquisition: always help your friend with the strange boner. Humans <laughs> have such smooth boners. Mm. And there's some. Nog, there's, just making it harder. There's some okay uh, scenes in this episode. There's some okay parts. Um, overall, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a good wrap up. They, like the beginning of it. Because leading into this from the previous episode, they're like, we only have seven hours until the, uh, the assault ships get here. And then when this episode starts, it feels like it's taking seven hours for the assault ships to finally get there. Yeah. Because it's all just, like, there's so much like pre-planning Come. stuff. Pre-cum. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's the point when uh, Cisco's talking to the, the, he gathers the staff and gives them their little pep talk and, you know, yeah. We won't think less of you if you uh, don't volunteer to stay. And he says something like, well, those ships will be here in five and a half hours. Yeah. It, it seriously took you two hours or an hour and a half to, to get everybody together up in ops and say, hey, they're coming. Well, to be fair, he had to write his speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had to practice the speech. He had to rehearse it. I mean, you don't yeah, just... Yeah. You know, and I some mean, people like to prepare before an address. Yeah, there, there was, uh, there was the dry run that he did in front of a couple people. His son, 
Um, you know, uh, maybe he made a conference call. So yeah, there's a lot that goes into a, a, a speech like that, Ben. You know, you just can't you just can't wing it because God knows what you'll say. Well, this is space yeah. wings, so it's okay. <laughs> we. Um, so yeah, so it takes a long time to get everybody together, and then um, I thought it was weird that the Bajorans were trying to leave. Yeah. Like, this is like last helicopters out of Saigon. Yeah, it's like the Bajorans to me, and I don't know any Bajorans, so this is a very broad statement. They seem like kind of pussies. Well, they I are, think uh, it probably comes from the Kardashian era because they like to label a lot of people uh, collaborators. So now the people who are on the station are probably afraid of being labeled Federation collaborators when the the liberation force yeah but i mean you're but i mean but the people that are coming to the station are your people like you can't like if they if they portray the federation as this uh occupying force then the people who were working with them obviously were collaborating with the occupiers and so they need to be strung up too so they're gonna they're gonna hightail it i don't know it just seems like kind of a pussy move to if you ask me bro yeah that's what nilala said too and he's like look you guys are a bunch of fucking assholes like i'm gonna go shoot everybody in their underpants and i'm gonna be a hero and you guys are a bunch of dick bags (laughs) if you leave this station and i'm not on that fucking ship out of here you guys are gonna be dicks (laughs) so you better let me on because i'm a coward and they're like what lena's yeah. The whole time he's talking, he's just edging to the front of the line. <laughs> and I, I can't stress this enough. We are Bajoran. We are Bajoran. I can't, I can't stress this enough. Let this me roll this door closed real quick. <laughs> just testing to see if this airlock works. Okay, bye. Circle. <laughs> and he's on the wheel. I was just testing the yeah. your resolve. Yeah. How does this ship? How does this ship, how does this ship fly? <laughs> and you think there would be more escape hatches and stuff too on DS Nine because it is like a space station and stuff. But yeah. like it's it's very much like uh, the it's like I feel like I'm watching Space Titanic here. Well, mm-hmm. where would I mean uh, escape pods or whatever is one thing, but that's only going to you know go so far. You have I mean they're going they're leaving the the system, so they're going to need something that's that's warp capable. And that's going to have to be, you know, those runabouts. So the baton, how, big, how big are these runabouts? They're huge. Depends on the runabout. They must be. They're yeah. huge. Yeah, they're all <laughs> Trump abouts. <laughs> we got the best runabouts, the best. We got, the, galaxy. We got the best people. Uh, and I don't pay space taxes. Believe me. It's smart not paying space taxes. Because I'm okay, smart. So- so I don't know if you remember the episode of TNG where everybody started uh, de-evolving. Yes. And Picard – no, was that it? Yeah, Picard, Troy. Um, Didn't one of them turn into like a frog? Oh, Picard? No. Um, uh, but when they're on the way back to the ship, right, when they first find out that there's some kind of time shit going on, Time shit. <laughs> Weren't they on a runabout coming back from some conference? Because yeah, they were sitting in like the kitchenette having uh, yeah. tea, talking about the instructor. That oh, well, this is a different. I think this is a different one. That's the one where the uh, Romulan ship and the Enterprise are both shooting at each other. Or yeah, whatever, and in time time. Yeah, but the, I see Ben's point is though uh, runabouts uh, do different things. But I'm saying it was a. No, I'm saying the size to get a feel for the size of it. It has like a dining room. Yeah, it's like an RV. 
it, it's kind of like the space RV, RV man. <laughs> It, don't you, you go! You don't you go fall in love with that thing? I'm taking it with me when I leave here next month, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> Shooter's fool! <laughs> you got Jordy out back <laughs> get into the storm drain. Space shooter's fool! <laughs> yeah, um, that's what the worm hose for. <laughs> <laughs> Just dumping space shit in there. Profits are pissed. Yep, suck on that, profits. <laughs> Um, you didn't see that coming. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> they don't really ex- they don't really give you a good um I guess parameter of how big a runabout is. They seem to vary in shape and size and cuz I mean some of them remember the one episode where it seemed like it was about as big for 3 people where I guess the guy broke free and there was a fight on the runabout and it just seems like I don't know, man, who fucking knows how big these things are. I don't know. Maybe there's I'm looking it up. That's. I'm surprised you just don't know firsthand. I never yeah. cared about runabouts. You don't, to, you don't have to. Disappointed. You don't have the specs. <laughs> you haven't tried to construct one of your own. I'm surprised we don't at least have a model of it up on a the runabout. Well, I've got the uh, the toy. Isn't um, one of them called the Columbus? I don't think so. There's the Danube. Um, the I, thought I thought there was the. Did you say the Burrito Grande? Yes. <laughs> the Nacho Supreme. The ones like the Ganges. The yeah, see, uh, Rio Grande. So there should be one called the Mississippi. Anyway. So it's the riverboat. It's Mark Twain runabout. Mark, Mark Twain runabout. Anyway. Yeah, um, there's one called the Columbus. It's an F craft. Sh- it's an F shuttlecraft that was in service. Blah blah blah. Well, shuttlecraft. Well, shuttlecraft is, is different than a runabout, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the same thing. It's- it's bigger, than, it's bigger than a shuttlecraft, but smaller than a starship. Okay. Now I'm totally confused. So were there runabouts on DS9? I well, mean, yeah. were there, I mean, were there runabouts on TNG? Uh, toward the end. Okay. I was the captain's yacht. Was that like a runabout sized ship? Uh, I don't know about that one. That, that's because okay. they never showed the captain shot until the movies. Okay, because I'm not going to lie to you. I thought a shuttlecraft and a runabout were the same thing. It it was, a runabout. I'm yeah. a total noob. I apologize. That's a noob move on my part, and I'm a real dick. <laughs> I should probably just excuse myself from this podcast for that. Well, like, they're, they're 14 meters wide. I should just quit. I should quit. I, I, you know, I failed you guys as a friend and as a Star Trek fan. So that's I, not uh, why we keep you on the show, though. You're I think, entertaining. I'm the one who knows all this facts. And not, acor- not according to one of the uh, reviews I read. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, I'm just being dumb. Uh, but yeah, I should probably retire from. I got. I quit. I, I got to quit. I got to quit for for Star Trek because I'm. I'm. It's a cash grab for me. I don't care about the show. <laughs> Star Trek cash grab. Star Trek cash grab. See, because I thought they would. There's the Yakuza, a Dumbai class runabout. Uh, it's got uh, phasers on it, and oh, it's got four-ton torpedoes, huh? It says runabouts have, according to this, the Danby class. It has warp drive. Yeah, up to warp five. Warp five, which is as fast as you're allowed to go. Yep, and uh, they hold up to forty passengers. The Rio Grande, the Shenandoah, but how many of them do they? The, here's one: the USS Runabout question mark unknown transports Enterprise D staffers to and from conference. Destroyed blocking power transfer between Enterprise and Romulan Warbird. It's yeah. the it's the USS it's the USS Runabout. <laughs> 
Well, see here, I, well, this will do nothing. We can post this on the internets, but that is the modular design. If you go to the Wikipedia page, uh-huh. oh, yeah. it, you can actually, it uh, is mission specific cargo. Look at that. That's pretty neato. So I'll post that on the uh, Facebook when we post sure. your show. And I'm going to, po- I'll also post my resignation from uh, <laughs> your Trek because I thought runabouts and uh, shuttlecrafts were the same thing. Well, if you but resign, I will, then I need to resign too. All right. Because I thought the same thing. Well, but to be fair, and if you guys resign, I have to resign because I'm not really wearing pants. I don't. I think that props you up, I guess, a little. Yeah. That makes you more important. Well, it depends on what Jenny's doing, if it props me up or not. You could, be, you could no. become Kai. Um, I think, uh, but to be fair, the Columbus was the name of a shuttlecraft. So do I get points for that? For remembering that it was in Star Trek, sure. Yeah. All right. Okay. So then I'm. I think I'm. I think you know what? I'm. I'm even. Even Stevens. Okay. But I still need to quit. Yeah. Okay. No, Jenny, don't leave. No, it's like. All right, Jenny just wants to go home, but she is home. She just wants to go upstairs and be left alone. Please don't go, girl. <laughs> You're my best friend, girl. So yeah, so runabouts and are not the same thing because I'm dumb. No. But anyway, so the siege. And defiance uh, even bigger. Defiance, that's what she said. Mm. So they're trying to figure out what they're doing. And of course, in the middle of all this stuff, all this crazy shit going on, uh, you've got people leaving the space station. They're under threat of attack from the Bajorans. Who fucking starts piping in and being a total cunt? But fucking Keiko. What's your problem, Miles? I don't understand, Miles. Why do you have to stay with them, Miles? Although you did notice that Miles was the first one to volunteer to stay behind. <laughs> oh, I'll stay behind. I swear I will. Yeah. <laughs> what do we do when we fight him to the death? Let's fight to the death. Ooh, let's blow up the space station. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll never see it coming. No, 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 trick them. Trick them for real. Wings won't know what hit them. <laughs> Do you need to use me as bait for any reason? I mean, I can just please stand here. Please. I'll dye my hair and pretend to be Tony Shalhoub. It'll confuse Space Wind <laughs> until we can get the runabout in position. And it's just, you know, man, like Miles has enough stuff going on. He doesn't need her being an asshole. And three-fourths of the audience hates her anyway. So, like, how does this put her, like, I think the writers, I don't know what it is of... TNG and, and, and Star Trek in general, but I think the writers always hate one cast member personally. So they do all they can to make the viewership hate them as well. Like, I felt like they did that with Wesley. Like, they just made him so fucking annoying so everybody hated him. I don't think they tried to make people hate him, though. People just naturally hated him. So See, I, think, I think that they have one cast member that they hate the most. And then they punish that cast member. So, like, they hate O'Brien, so he's always getting electrocuted or captured and tortured or married to Keiko. <laughs> you know, it's just this perpetual punishment of him over so, and over. So you think they hated uh, Jordy then on the original, on TNG? Oh, yeah, by all means. Jordy was the one that took up. Because he's the only one, like, everybody could identify with the rest of the cast because their fathers were drunks or they're orphans or they broken family. It's, we talked about that, where Jordy yes. was the only one. But he was blind. He was blind. But he had a mother and a father and a stable home life. See, I don't know. They do that because they know that we'll feel bad for these characters. Like, we feel bad for Miles and we feel bad for Jordy when these things happen to them. But if it happens, 
happened to like if bad things always happen to Keiko, we'd be like, yes. Finally. Yeah, I just think they. I just think they. Maybe they hate Keiko as an actress. So like, we're fucking stuck with her. Let's just make her the most annoying human being on the face of the earth. So every time something is happening, she's just worried about herself because she's a selfish bitch. My Miles, I mean, you know, it's a very shitty thing to say. And Miles should have been like, bitch. I mean. This is my fucking job. I mean, I know I don't get paid because there's no such thing as money in the future, but I mean, they can still lock me up and put me in jail for abandoning my post. This is what keeps you in silk kimonos. Yeah, right. baby. Come yeah. baby. Don't you got a class to teach? I'm sure he didn't want to be separated from his daughter either. Yeah, I mean, come on. He doesn't want to do that. And Keiko just makes it worse. I'm thinking every military guy watching this episode that's ever had to deploy, and it's like, no, I, I jump at this chance to lose my family. Yeah. yeah please. Keiko sucks. Miles, why do you have to leave us? Well, look at you. Look how you're acting right now. You're a total jerk. That's why I'm leaving. <laughs> Not only do I want to leave, I want to die. Yes, here's some. Never see you again. I hope they fucking kill us all. Here's some fucking space divorce papers too that you can have in your runabout, baby. Yeah, when you leave on the runabout, and after we fix it, because we're gonna fix this when everybody gets back on the runabout to come back. Don't. Yeah, like. Because what's the conversation going to be then? Oh, thanks for saving us, Miles. Thanks for saving our house. Thanks for saving... I mean, I'm doing all this for you. No, fuck you. You don't want me to do this. Yeah, you... You're a tree, bitch. I hate you, Miles. I hate (laughs) hate you. I hate you, Keiko. I hate you. You're the worst. I don't know. Me neither. Botanists. Fucking botanists. So, I mean, it's always... it's, It's typical botanism. It's always about them, you know? Stick her on Mars and not worry about her anymore. You know, fucking bitch. Not Matt Damon. Fucking Matt. terraform my nuts. Yeah, right. <laughs> you f- fucking pollinate my dick in your butt. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to go back to looking at dirty pictures of rock mouth. <laughs> what? I didn't say anything terrible. No, he just wants to look at dirty pictures of runabouts. Yeah, there. Yeah. There's some there's some sexy runabouts on the internet. Insert you, uh... slot A into part B. Oh wow, so now you're a real slot. <laughs> you are a real I, I, uh... If if uh, shuttle crafting is like mo- space motorboating, what is uh, runabouting? Mm. <laughs> mm. I don't know. That's a tough one. Why don't we show you? <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, wait, this is for the Patreons. So uh, turn on the video. Mm. Hey now. Hey now. Ben puts his face between my butt cheeks and does. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's the hottest thing I've ever seen. Wow. I'm about to come about all over. <laughs> I, I, that's, that's the case. I love me some runabouts, Jack. <laughs> Mmm, runabout. Can't wait to do some runabout. <laughs> but we have to get 40 guys to do it because that is... The 40 guys? Well, that's the capacity of a runabout. Good God, man. I got to either do it 40 times or have 40 I guys. I didn't agree to this. No. Oh, you should have called yourself a runabout. <laughs> I also have to have diarrhea. That's, that's really No, I thought the runabout would be the actual act. Whoa. I thought the runabout would be the actual act. <laughs> your filthy podcast. Yeah, I thought... <laughs> I thought the motor. I thought that would be the motorboating of the butt cheeks, not the actual number of people involved. 
Well, yeah, but it said it had a crew capacity of 40. That doesn't mean 40 people have to motorboat your lady's butthole. <laughs> well, now it's, I'm losing interest. <laughs> motorboat. A runabout. <laughs> it's when you motorboat the butt. All right, so anyway. Um, cheeks. So they show up. Uh, the Bajorans finally arrive like 15 hours later, and then everybody kind of forgets while they're there. It literally is a third of the way through the episode. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting, though, when like the security guys came through the airlock, and they're all like, you know, action poses. Yeah. Some guy had to want to dive out and like do <gasps> that. And go into action strike team pose. It's very space diehard. It reminds me of the episode when they're doing the sweep of the Enterprise and like Picard's kind of rummaging through the fucking Jeffrey's tubes and all that shit. Mm -hmm. It kind of has the same vibe to it. Like it's, 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 you've got this team of people and they're gonna, I guess, get the truth out there by not hurting people and doing stuff. I don't know. Uh, yeah, because they have the facts, and they sent Dax and Kira down to the space planet to tell yeah, the Bajorans what's really happening here. And the the Bajorans come on board, and they're like, "Oh, that's awesome! These guys are a bunch of fucking cowards." But they're just hiding in the rafters, like they're just they're just dieharded up, you know? Yeah, yeah. Stephen Weber, like he's nothing but wrong in this episode because he's <laughs> like, "Oh, they must have run away," and the general's like, "No, no, they went." this space station like this. it's too wrong. wrong it's too it's too valuable no they left because they're all dicks i'm gonna call the minister tell him how great we are we scared him away <laughs> i don't think cisco would abandon his post in such a fashion and they didn't because they were just hiding and then the the bajorans uh proved in this episode why they were so easily conquered because they just fall for the dumbest traps yeah they, they, hey, these are most of the military is made up of people who were in the resistance, you know, these, these freedom fighters during the occupation. But these are some dumb people, and I, it's like, how did you survive the occupation as a freedom fighter? Well, they got it on the last day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we want to join the resistance. Like, uh, War's over? Awesome. Like the, uh, the stormtrooper who's guarding the shield generator on Endor <laughs> who gets tapped on the shoulder by Han. Chases around the the rebels. Yeah, they're they're really shitty uh, military people, yeah. and 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 space wings is by far the worst one because they just keep falling into these easy traps. Like they're like, well, let's go check out the hangar bay, and they get trapped by Julian. Julian of all people traps them. Like yeah. Julian doesn't know uh, a phaser from his elbow to his asshole. You know, and he's like, oh, I've got you now, wankas. I'm like, really? And, like, people just popped up out of barrel. Oh, do you surrender, baby? Do you? <laughs> and they gave up so quick. He's just like, hey, I'm here. Oh, I give up. <laughs> Bajor in his space for French. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're just cowards. Like, they're just pussies. Like, there's, there, there's no – I thought there would be more gunplay or, like, at least, like, kind of an – but I guess – I guess Cisco's whole point of this is just like, yeah, whatever. We're just going to be nice, not hurt anybody. Set phasers to stun, only kill if necessary. Yeah. So it just, it all just kind of seems all for naught almost. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? They're just playing a really roughhouse version of laser tag in this episode. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tag, you're, you're rough out. Rough laser tag. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> rough tag. 
But yeah, so the episode kind of goes on, and then they uh, uh, Dax and uh, Kira fly down to the try to fly down to the planet surface, but then they get attacked pew, in, their, pew, pew. in their space plane and stuff like that. And <laughs> yeah, Dax is afraid of giant spiders, like any normal person would be. Yeah, but Dax, I mean, it's weird because in this episode they kind of paint her as kind of useless. No, she fixed the engines. I mean, yeah, but, like, she didn't know how to use the, the phaser banks on the ship, and, like, she was kind of apprehensive about that, and then she was scared of the giant bugs, and she, when she got into the, she was just kind of, like, she seemed very kind of timid and passive, almost. I actually like that, though, because she's usually, like, so useful and, like, so cool, and this is, like, the first time we've ever seen her, like, just shaken at all. She's like, what the fuck was that giant spider over there? You got to you gotta figure, like, one of her past lives was a badass. Like, it sounds like Curzon Dax was kind of a badass. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Why wouldn't those character traits pass on to her? Or does she just access them when she needs them? I think it's one of those kind of things where you just kind of draw on the skills as you need them, but for the most yeah. part, they just kind of stay dormant. It's like every chick knows how to suck cock, but they don't suck cock all the time. They just, you know, when they need something extra, something special, like they want something nice, then they're like, okay, let me suck some cock. You know, right, Jay? <laughs> yes, exactly what it's like. You, know? you should know, Bob. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know? It's like, I'm going to, you know what? I really want something nice today for my husband. I'm going to blow him. And then, like, you know, but then on a rain on Tuesday, you don't know how to do that. You don't remember that. Oh, I never uh, did that stuff. Have a head. I've had a headache for six years. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a cockache. Let's put them together. Find out what happens. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know, man. I just I was unimpressed with the way Dax uh, was portrayed in this episode. I wished because I like Dax. I want to like Dax, and like you said, she always seems so smart and cool and reserved and and kind of on top of stuff. But here, she just kind of seemed kind of bumbling almost. And like, and I get it. You're, I mean, you're in fucking space, lady. You've seen all kinds of weird shit. Like, why are you going to be afraid of a big ass spider? It's pretty big, though. But it's, still, he was the size like a spider of a dog. Spider dog, spider dog. <laughs> I don't know. I was unhappy with Dax this episode, and I really like. That's the thing. I like Dax. She's cool. You know, she kept bumping her head. Yeah, she's like she turned in like an idiot. Like she was Homer Simpson all of a sudden. Like she's just totally useless. No, oh. you know, I don't know. Maybe Even when maybe, she was like using the fire, the fire extinguisher. She's like, oh. yeah, right, fire. Oh, what am I gonna do? Yeah. How do you how do you fire? <laughs> I'm a science officer. This is stupid. I don't like, like once, it. Once she got onto Bajor, though, she kind of kicked back into badass. Yes, yeah, so it was like weird because then she's like, "Oh yes, I love my nose. I'm thinking of keeping it. Put on your hat and let's go do badass yeah. stuff together. Like let's be she's real sneaky." Sydney opera hats. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think they got somebody else to substitute and like write that one scene. They're like, I, I'm too busy to write this one scene right now. Can you do it for me? And then by the time they got it, it was like, it's, it's like, too hey, late. Ira, do Ira, it. you do the space plane scene. Uh, I'm busy, you know, uh, doing this action scene over here. So you write the space plane scene, and then we'll put it back to you. It, it'll be seamless. Watch two up. women. They're both, they're both very capable. No, no, that's not believable. That's impossible. There's no way that's happening. Can, can we have them talking about men the entire time? These so, girls yeah. don't really think One of them needs to Do be... Do you think Julian likes me? 
<laughs> one of them needs to be sewing or something like that. Oh my God. I was dating Ensign Bechtel last week and he was saying how cute he thought Julian was when he was with you, Kira. Oh my God. Do you really think so? That yeah. works. That works, right? The print. Yeah. All right. And then also one of them needs to be blowing a guy too to make it like real official, you know? Yeah. Ira, what are you doing? guy shows up out of nowhere. <laughs> The, the, space, the, ship. the space the space spider drops his pants he's like start sucking ladies <laughs> it's a spider with a, a bajoran dick a huge boner but yeah just yeah like you can't have two capable women in one scene one of them has to be an idiot it's it's, it's getting too and they have 90s. to get their clothes torn just yeah. oh my titties <laughs> <laughs> and see that when uh kira gets hurt then she becomes the helpless one, and yeah. so dads becomes the capable one. They yeah. It's they got to feed off each other. Yeah, and it's like, uh, man, like you can't have space Thelma and Louise. It's got to be like one of them's got to be, in, you know, just let them both be badass because they're both badass characters. I've always really liked them. Mm-hmm. You know, and then like you said, the spaceship crashes, and then uh, she breaks her hip, and everything's fine. And then space rapey shows up and he's just creepy that guy creeps me out i don't know what it is about that dude i found you in the woods and i brought you back to my room and healed you yeah i broke you i broke why your... does my asshole hurt well you that's your hip because i'm sexy <laughs> like what i'm your number one fan yes the hip bones connected to the asshole because <laughs> i i rammed your anus with my face hole Oh, I had, I had to to probe the bone. Yes, I had I, to run about, hold up your asshole. Um, let's have some sex, baby. <laughs> That's what the ridges on the nose are for. I was fucking. I was fucking oh. your unconscious body so hard I broke your hip. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> you just had a few minor lacerations from the, from the crap match. In the future, you might want to think about drinking more milk. Yeah, I didn't mean, you know, I just kind of got carried away because you were so passed out. It was really <laughs> turning me on. So I just, I just kept, after I came, I just kept fucking really hard and I broke your leg and your hip. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you might be pregnant or, or dead. I'm not sure. What are the two? I was talking to my friend, Dr. Huxtable, and he said. That- <laughs> <laughs> But Kira seems into it. Like, I guess maybe does she have like a rape fantasy or something? I, you know, it's this weird thing where I think she thinks of him as forbidden fruit. Yeah, like they, she, she like totally wants Brian or something. Yeah. You're the altar boy. You don't want to just come out and say, "Hey, you know, Father O'Brien, bang me." <laughs> you you got to be coy about it. Yeah. yeah, she totally wants to fuck him, but she can't because he's a powerful man. And she's afraid that if she sucks his cock dry, somebody's going to find out and then he's not going to be able to be Kai. She has to wait until he is Kai. Yeah. And then she, yeah. Kai, you're infallible. So yeah. he goes. Yeah. She, she totally wants to do him. You can tell she's all about it. She wants that dick. Yeah. And if she gets the dick after she happens to be passed out from her injuries after a runabout accident... <laughs> That was a lot of air quotes. Which <laughs> could happen. Which feasibly could happen. Then yes, then she could get the dick and be cool with it. But she wants it bad. And he wants to give it to her too. Oh yeah. Do now spoilers, do they hook up in this in the series at all? Or is it always like uh or is it always like moonlighting, space moonlighting? 
I don't think we should say. Okay, so they do hook up then. Oh, no, I mean, it's, there's a storyline with this that I don't want to mess up. Oh, he's a homosexual. There's a storyline. <laughs> All right, so he's gay and he's fighting it. Well, okay. They have a three-way to test things out. So with Odo. See which one is better. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to fuck a man and then fuck you and see which one's cooler. But see, the problem was that he picked... Oh, you know, I just fucked the, the guy and I don't need to fuck you anymore. <laughs> you know what? I really enjoyed it. I, you know, I wasn't sure how I felt about fucking that guy, so I'm going to fuck another guy to see if I like that one more. And then Maybe I'll, he's just good at it. Yeah, and then, and then I'll fuck you, Kira, and then I'll see how I am. You know what? Um, I want the, the first guy to fuck you <laughs> while you blow the second guy and I watch. Because that might be my thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Let's let the first guy and second guy fuck each other, and I'll watch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then you can, can watch. And you can make a sandwich. You can watch me watch those two guys fuck. And then and we'll you get a critique my stroke. Okay. Then we'll get a third black guy <laughs> just to you know <laughs> spice it up. Maybe a maybe a space Klingon. Now Vedic Win is going to sit here. Right, and she's going to watch the two guys go at it. I'm going to watch your reaction to them fucking, but not actually watch them fuck, right? And then depending on the grunting sounds that co- that uh, Vedic Wind makes behind me and your facial expressions to me masturbating to the sound <laughs> Vedic Wynn's, uh reaction to the guys fucking, and I'm going to see if that's my thing. But then I might watch it all on the video that I record. <laughs> so, I mean... Whatever I mean, works. nothing. Whatever works. Now, this may all be part of a hollow suite fantasy. I'm not sure. <laughs> Why don't you just try all this in the hollow suite as opposed to getting real people to do well, this? You can tell when it's real or not. It, it, <laughs> it's, it's like getting replicated wine. Yeah. The connoisseurs know the difference. That loses it for me. <laughs> weird sex connoisseur. Yeah, and, and then I've got, this, I've got this weird Cardassian fantasy that I want to try. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna shoot him with a phaser, and he's gonna fall on my dick <laughs> over and over again. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> See, that's not my thing. So let's try something else. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, and then Space Wings falls for the old holodeck. Oh, this holodeck's running. Let's go in there and see what's going on. How do you fall for that, you idiot? It's a holodeck. Hey, we, we caught them. We caught. Oh wait, they were holodeck. Ah, oh, god damn it! Like, yeah, these guys, these dudes that are supposed to be like having this coup, overthrowing the Federation government. They're all a bunch of fucking idiots. Like, they've been captured by a stupid doctor and some holograms. Yeah. <laughs> This is the, that was the show I used to watch. It came on right after G.I. Joe back in the day. Yeah, I told no, Steph. That was, that was Jem. She wasn't a doctor. Yeah. I said it was doc, the doctor and the holograms. No, she was, was, she was truly outrageous, but she was not a doctor. That was a different show. Different show. All right, my bad. But I will say, like, I don't – no wonder they were so easily occupied by the Cardassians. Would it be I fair? mean, they're just – I mean, they're fucking idiots. Well, they were a bunch of artists, and uh, it was kind of like the arts district of the universe. Yeah, but to be fair, I mean, we've we've established in our viewing of TNG that the Federation is just a traveling fucking theater troupe. Well, yeah, but that's the thing, though, is that they come from us, right? That's Uh a traveling. They have aggressive tendencies, basically. 
Right. It's like, you better give us a fucking four-star review for this uh, performance of King Lear, or I will go to your planet and I will fuck you up. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right. Or maybe not. I don't know. I mean, so it's, yeah, you leave a bad Yelp review and we blow your planet up. Wow, that's hardcore. It is. And that's why people don't fuck with the Federation that much unless they can back up their fuck up. Whereas the Bajorans are all art majors who, you know, still live at home on their mom's couch. And so they haven't really moved out yet. And then there was this back and forth. And then their uncle came in and kind of kicked them out and had them doing dishes and shit. And they didn't like that. Hey, look, man, don't mind me. I'm just going to fuck your old lady while uh, I'm your uncle. (laughs) Uncle by marriage. So it's cool, man. Like I said, man, don't mind. You got um, got any weed you holding or something? I know how you arties are. <laughs> Come on, man. I know how you guys do it, man. Just just fucking hook, hook me up, man. Drops, man. Well, I know you're holding, hippie. But yeah, so they, uh, so the Bajorans are just kind of dumb, and I don't know. Hippies, yeah. Hippies. And then they I mean, They tell Steven Weber, you know, hey, with the Cardassians are behind all this, blah, blah, blah. And then they beam him out, and he basically tells the general, oh, no, they didn't say anything. They just beamed me out because they were scared of me. I told them I was going to give them amnesty, but then I took it back because yeah. they're jerks. I'm, I'm, a ba- I'm a badass. Because that confused me for a second. I was like, why is he doing that? Like, is, I don't understand his play there. See, my thing was I was watching it, and I'm, I'm thinking, wait, did I miss something? Did I nod off? <laughs> what, did he do that? And then now he's, wait. Maybe he just—he was having delusions of grandeur, and while it was going on in his head, he was like, I, "If I get a chance, I'm gonna tell those fucking jerks that they better let me out of here, or I'm gonna kick their ass." Yeah. And then when they beat him, like, "What happened?" He was like, "Well, I told them that if they didn't let me out of here, I was gonna kick their ass." And he's like, "What? Are you, we beamed you out of there. What are you talking about? Like, they didn't let you out, you fucking dummy." He's like, "No, they did because they were scared of me. Because I'm fucking space wings, bro." Dude, you're on after cheers, man. That's a lot of your success. Fuck you, man. This is a good show, all right? We just don't have a killer lead in. We got a good program. We have some quality comedy, some good actors around. You launched a lot of careers from that show, man. Yeah, me and Tony Shalob and then the other guy Tim that Daly, man. Tim Daly was Superman for a Tim, long time. Yeah, Tim Daly's awesome. And yeah, dude, we're great. Wings is awesome. And and I'm sure Roy's gonna get some work someday. Yeah. I mean he's he's got that uh, car dealership. Uh, thing running uh, the ads in California, but it's 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 growing. It's Who is the guy with the mustache? Is that Roy? Yeah, I always like him. I always the guy liked with the mustache. Him. I always liked him. He came off good. He was cool. I don't really remember a lot of Wings, to be honest with you. I just remember Stephen Weber being on Wings. Mm. He was also in the uh, TV miniseries version of The Shining, uh, which was wasn't Stephen Weber in that too. That's one. Well, yeah, Stephen Weber was the uh, was the dad. Yeah, because um, Stephen King didn't yeah, like yeah. Stephen King didn't like the way the Kubrick uh, Shining worked out, so he did his own Shining, I guess. Yep. Wasn't he uh, in the Stand too? I haven't seen it. But Stephen Weber. No, that was Gary Sinise. Oh. Same thing. Well, wasn't there an, an it? Was he an it? Was he is he in every Stephen King movie? Uh, Stephen Weber. There's always like a character that seems like it seems like he should be in it, but I think it's uh, 
John Ritter. John Ritter's in it? Yeah. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons I watched it. Forget it. Now they're redoing that, right? Aren't they redoing it? There was talk of it. The guys who did Stranger Things uh, actually tried to get them to do the movie version. Mm-hmm. You know, at the time, they only had like one movie behind them, so the studio shot them down for it, and they went on to make Stranger Things. Um, and then they had like some big name director, but then there was creative differences, and so he pulled out of it. And now I don't know who's directing it. Then I pulled out. I've pulled out for creative differences myself. And but, this, is, um, this just isn't working. <laughs> I wouldn't want to follow Tim uh, Tim Curry as Pennywise. Like he yeah. was pretty much perfect in that role. Well, plus though the you know the original it was a miniseries. Yeah. But like was it two nights or three nights? Two, two nights. Same thing with the stand. The stand was like two nights too, wasn't it? I thought that the stand was, was longer. That was like a, a whole week. Yeah, four nights. So, I mean, that would be tough to – now they're talking about it's going to be a, what, like a two-hour movie, a three-hour movie pushing it? Yeah. Who's going to want to watch that if you – I mean, to get everything from it in there? Because even with the, the two-night miniseries, that, you know, what? Uh, yeah, they cut a lot out. They cut a long-ass book. Yeah. A long-ass book. Well, most, so, Stephen, most of Stephen King's books are long-ass books. Yeah. And that's like, what the – the Duffy brothers were talking about though with uh, when they did the uh, uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things was that they felt that you know it'd be hard to cram it into a two-hour movie when it would actually need to be like a miniseries. And they thought you know, hey, if we were to do something like that, it would need to be at least you know three episodes. For, and then it turned into eight episodes to tell the story. And they think it would do you know well for something like that. Of what Langlilliers was was that that was like two nights also yeah yeah so well I mean what under- unfortunate nights of TV watching well, what was this Langlilliers I didn't see that but that was yeah. only like a short story that was like you know <clears throat> Tommy Knockers too Tommy Knockers was a two nighter mm-hmm. well think about what under the golden dome under the dome is a fucking that was like a series. Yeah, but they changed a lot on that series. That, bo- book. that book is like a million pages long. The book was way better, though. I didn't read it because it was like literally, it was the size of a goddamn phone book. It was, yeah, I was at the bookstore. And I was like, wow, that's a lot of book for $22. That's a yeah, shitload of book. Get you money. Check you. Back. <laughs> you know? Um, and then what? Uh, the, the, the JFK thing was also a series, too. Yeah. But yeah. it was a limited series. Yeah, but still. If you have, I mean, like, if you're uh, the, the way I look at it is, if you're a writer and someone wants to option your shit, I mean, you're getting paid either way. So what do you care? You know, I guess there's more money to be made in in motion pictures, but I mean, I just read that Netflix is going to sink like a billion dollars into original programming. Yeah, uh, a friend of a friend of mine just got optioned for some of her books for Netflix series. What? And it was just like what? And she's been sitting on it for like two years. That she got the option, but they haven't like revealed it until just a few weeks ago. Nice. How do you get in on that, Ben? What are you gonna do? I I don't. I just cry myself to sleep at night with my bourbon. No, you shouldn't though. You should do stuff. I know. You should write the great American sex novel. Oh, I do that <laughs> under my pen name. <laughs> What's your pen name? 
I, I'm not going to say. <laughs> Tell us. I want to. I, I, I want to read the Great that. American Ben Sex novel. No, no, no. I I do my share of uh, cryptozoologic uh, pornography. So, <laughs> is it Jenny McCormick? Is that your pen name? <laughs> What's your pen name? I I'm not saying. I'm honestly. Do you, re- do you really have one? I'll take it out. No one will hear it. Yeah, I know how well we edit these. I episodes. swear I'll edit it. I promise. It's, it's, I'll tell you guys some other time. Well, the worst thing that the worst thing that could the worst thing that could happen is you sell some more porno books, and that would be cool, yeah, right? And lose my clearance, and uh, you know, have my For writing my, porno. Have my sh- my children look at me with shame and disgust. I'll edit it out. Write it down and show it on the screen. Is it a funny no. name at least, or is it? No, no. It was a ser- it's, it's a serious name to sell some, some serious erotica. <laughs> no, you're send it in the chat. Send it in the chat. Yeah, send it in the chat. You're making this we're, up. We're good. This yeah, I'm, all... ma- I'm totally making it up. Jenny's oh. is he making this up? Mm. <laughs> Cut him off. Cut him off, Jenny. Possible deniability. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, is, part of the beauty of Ben McCormick is I don't know when he's being serious or not. Like, I can't tell. It's very hard. I never. It is. <laughs> Let's try, so, to guess. Let's try to guess what the name is. What's Ben's? What's Ben's erotic? Uh, what, what was the What was the old thing of how to pick your porn name? Like the street that you grew up and on. Your pet, your pet, your name? pet And so, the last four digits of your social. So mine was like <laughs> County Road Twenty Six Patches. I think uh, the, the pet name comes first. Oh, so yeah. Patches County Road 26. Because mine would be uh, Buttons Butternut. <laughs> Buttons Butternut. <laughs> mine would be Mookie Minaret. Oh. Yeah. We got some good alliteration going on. Mookie Minaret, yeah. Um, so, Ben, you are a – what was the last porno book you wrote about? Hmm? What was the last porno book Bear you Bears. wrote about? About what? Were bears. What's a were? Oh, about werewolves? <laughs> no, no, were bears. Uh, so where? So gay werewolves? No, 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 no. Because they're hooking up with hot chicks. Because so yeah, like a bear, San Francisco. Like an actual grizzly bear, but then he changed into a big hairy gay man. <laughs> yeah, I would think it was. I would think it was a big hairy gay man who turned into a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> When you say werebears, that's what I think. I think of a big, hairy, gay man who turns into a werebear. Passed on by biting. See, Amazon has some very strict rules about uh, erotica. Uh-huh. And so you can't have, like, uh, anything with kids. That's out. You can't have any Well, of course. That's just common sense. Well, no, no. You can't have... Uh, you can't have my manuscript. <laughs> God damn it. Really? You can't have anything that's forced... But you can have implied force. So, like, you know, uh, with the caveman gangbang, you know, the chick that traveled back through time and she's getting, you know, the train ran on her with the uh, three cavemen. Booga booga, yeah. yeah. She has always fantasized about this. So even though they're technically forcing themselves on her, it's something that she always wanted. But, but if you're having – but the thing I'm saying is if you're having uh, a large, hairy gay man – uh, turn into a werewolf and having sex with other yeah. large hairy men werewolves. The bear, has, a, the bear has to turn into a person. And as long as he's a person when it happens, you're fine. So, so he, keeps, he keeps blowing other bears and turning them into werebears? 
possibly. No, no, it, see, because it, no, so the Brooklyn, he gives you the it's not bear stare. So you're saying <laughs> the where bear stare. So you're saying that the bear, it, so the bear looks at me as a human man and gives me a look and then turns into a dude and then blows me. Is that what happens? He gives you the stink eye and you feel yourself getting hairy. <laughs> but so why can't we just both have sex as bears is what I'm saying. Like, actually, well, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Two, two, that's natural. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, why can't the big, hairy, gay dude turn into a werewolf and fuck other werewolves? That's fine, too. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's what I said but initially. You, but you can't fuck a human. But yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. That's weird. But that's what sells. <laughs> what about the guy who writes about, like, guys fucking dinosaurs and Bigfoot the, and shit? They're were-dinosaurs. What does that mean? You just can't throw wear in front of things and think you it's okay. If you want to sell fucking erotica on Amazon, you can do. But what is a wear? What is like a wear wear rats and stuff like that? But what's a wear dinosaur? Like you turn, you go from dinosaur to man. Yeah. And then you, but then, but then, do you have the intellect of the dinosaur still? So you're still like growling and roaring while you're a human fucking another human. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'm just asking. This is so turned on. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me write this down. So, so you're into that, Dennis, right? So is there a market I need to <laughs> Dennis, are you a member of any kind of chat group <laughs> that would be interested? No, but what I'm saying is like um, – uh, ASL. ASL. But what I'm saying is like if I'm a bear, right, and I turn into a human, I would still have a bear mind where I wouldn't be able to speak and stuff. I would just take well, on no, a it's, it's the reverse. It's like if you were a person and a werewolf bites you, when you go to werewolf form, you're like, I'm a monster. You're not human anymore. So when the bear becomes human, he's now smarter and is like, oh, I'm so confused. Me. <laughs> Me me must fuck man. (laughs) You you have honey? Let me check honey pot. Mm. (laughs) Honey pot in your anus. A runabout. runabout. So uh, yeah, were bears. Now this has nothing to do with care bears. No. Okay. That explains all the uh, disappearances in Jellystone Park. (laughs) Because they're all bears having sex. Yeah. So why can't you just do a book about two dudes fucking? Like, why does it have to be these weird animals? Well, that that sells too. Okay, this is not as interesting. It doesn't have as it, all. This is going to soccer moms. They're into some kinky shit. It, it's it's, it's stay at home moms are scary. I don't know, man. See, I don't. I've never had that encounter because I always go up to stay at home moms and be like, "So you like watching fucking big fat bald guys <laughs> have sex with each other?" They're like, "Oh my god!" They're like, "No." <laughs> I've but if kicked, one of them was a dinosaur, I would. I've been kicked out of so many places for that. That's why we basically had to move out of Kentucky. I would just walk up to women and go, I can transform into a werewolf and fuck your face. And then I, yeah, they ran us out. They were going to make me mayor of one town, but I was like, yeah, that's too much responsibility. Uh, but yeah, so okay, all right. All right this is interesting. The and last part of the episode just goes to shit. And you've and you've written these books. You really have. Yeah. Serieses and serieses. <laughs> serieses and serieses. Right. I would like to read one of these books. Your name is Templeton. <laughs> I bet it's gotta be something like 
think of the things that Ben really loves. So, like, it would probably be Templeton the- Dragonhorn. <laughs> Templeton <laughs> Dragonhorn. I like that one though. I, I would think I would think of something like castle related because Ben likes castle. Um, okay. So, so like maybe a castle character, maybe the name of an obscure Star Trek character that he's always liked, and put the two names together. Um, like Jameson Rook. Like Jameson Rook. That's good. You know, um, like uh, uh, maybe a character from that other show that he likes that he dresses up as all the time, Dave, with the seersucker. Cold chick. Cold chick. Yeah, check for erotica under the name Vincenzo. <laughs> Vincenzo. <laughs> Vincenzo Cold Check. Um, yeah, I would, uh, you know, maybe, uh, may, maybe, uh, cause you're a big green lantern fan, maybe like Jordan, Yeah, Jordan, something like Jordan, first name, Jordan, last name, Kirk, Jordan, Kirk, Jordan Kirk, yeah, or Kirk, <laughs> Jordan, that's Kirk, a- Kirk, Jordan's a good one. Kirk Franklin. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Kirk Franklin, GP, are you with me? <laughs> God's property. Yeah. Um, I would like to read some of your writing. I need to come up with a pseudonym, though, for my, my normal manuscripts. So, you'd, so the failure doesn't follow you around as Benjamin McCormick? Exactly, yeah. No, but I mean, like, you're obviously a talented guy. I don't know. Do you do a... Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm still... I've got one that I've been working on for a while with a time travel thing that I'm going to try to sell. Nice. So. Now, does this involve like wear bears or where? No, no, this is just this is normal. I could put my name on it, kind of thing. Put your name on it. Yeah. Wear time machines. No wear time machines. No. So time machines turn into people and have sex with each other. Exactly. <laughs> my God, that's hot. It, that's <laughs> that sounds like an episode of the, of uh, Doctor Who where the TARDIS turns into a woman. That's true. Oh, see, look, I'm writing Doctor Who episodes. I don't even know it. And I'm pretty sure the doctor wanted to bang her, too. So. Yeah. Now, is the doctor a horny toad? Like, does he fuck everybody? No. Oh. He's pretty asexual. So he's like Morrissey. I don't know about that. I don't know what the, Morrissey is. He has secret fantasy. Blonde ones. Yeah. Um, Some right. trashy Yeah, the white trash. I mean, to be fair, I think everybody has a white trash fantasy. Right? Like, everybody would like to bang a white trash lady. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that was great. If that you was... don't have a white trash fantasy, you are the white trash fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. Ben's leaving. Aww. And Ben got stole. That's why. He got, he got took. Jenny took, <laughs> Jenny took his heart. Oh, God. That was really great. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna go write some uh, erotica. Cold blooded. Yeah, look, he's got the bourbon out. He's gonna write some more hardcore glare porn. Jack Daniel is his oh, in name. Yeah. Jack Kirk. He, he's gonna write some hardcore wear porn tonight. <laughs> Called White tra- Wear White Trash. <laughs> I was traveling through the deep south and, and stopped at a gas station in, in this. Uh, Young lady came out of the bushes and she looks a little crazy. And she was like, and I was like, What? And she hit me. And suddenly I wanted to vote for Trump. <laughs> Turned into a sex maniac. Um, so, yeah, so back to the episode. 
just kind of wraps up. Like they tell him like, Hey, uh, guess what? The Cardassians are giving you guys weapons. And then Frank Latangela, no. Frank Latangela's like, well, I fully support what's happening here. And I will, I, he turns yeah. into like politician. That's towards the exit. He's like, I fully yeah. support this investigation. You do that. You do that. I'll be over here. I'll see you guys later. I like how the uh, <laughs> Vedic wind just turns on his ass in a yeah. second. Oh, this bears investigation. We should look into this. And he's like, I totally agree. Yep. You should totally look at that. And I'm going to spew. I'll see you later. Like Dennis said he's backing toward that I'm door be pretty quick. Deleting my emails. <laughs> he's, I'm wiping a server. <laughs> Nothing to uh, worry about. Just dusting it off. And then, uh, and then we go it's back. Like to everybody s- just forgets about the circle at the end here. So yeah. Like the circle disappears. So yeah, this, well, the circle disappears quickly because that guy just kind of hightails it out of there. As he said last episode, I am the circle. Yeah. You need me on that wall. And then so uh, they have that whole scene there. And then we go back to the to ops and he's like, hey, it's over. Like, that's what happened. Like, it's over. Yeah. And guess what? This whole thing's done. You guys can leave. And then Space uh, Wings gets all pissed off and he's going to shoot uh, Cisco. And then what happens? Oh. <gasps> Lee Nalas uh, takes off his pants and uh, gets his underwear. <laughs> yep, and then he gets shot and dies. And Stephanie, Stephanie brought up a good point, and I, I didn't really think about it. She's like, why does he die? Like, they have ways to save everyone. Like, why does he die? Well, because they do the typical thing of like, oh, he's been shot. Let's all hover over him and just see what happens. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, to be fair, I mean, like, Picard had a fucking knife through his chest that was – at least like three feet long and he lives like everybody lives except yeah. this one sucker he's dead but he's got a but now he's a martyr so that's cool yeah, and a phaser on kill though works a little different than a knife but i mean i'm talking about a big fucking blade through your heart well yeah but that's the physical damage that you can stitch up where a phaser on i mean like a, a stun setting by itself is is like completely disrupting your central nervous system when it stuns you if you take that up to kill level or to a heavy stun. Heavy stun? Yeah, you can, uh, you can fuck somebody you up. You can heavily stun them is what you're saying, right? <laughs> or ended kill. I've been stunned heavily. <laughs> oh, my. Set it to shock and appall. So, like, so is it basically like when you get, when you get stunned or when, you get, when they set a phaser to kill, are they just, like, electrocuting you? Like, well, what no, it's, kind it's, of pulses, what kind of energy pulse is coming out of that weapon at that point? Well, it's, the different settings have different effects. Okay. You can, but I'm yeah, saying, like, what, what kind of energy weapon is it, is my point. Like, what... what it's pulsed energy. Okay, so it's like being Based kind of... Energy. So it's like being electrocuted almost. There's an aspect of it, yeah. So if they set it to kill, I wonder how many volts are coming out of that thing on a kill setting. I think it's on. It's measured in joules on this, isn't it? The family joules. Yes. Joules would be the proper way to measure energy. Yeah. Okay. I, I shared. I think with Anton, uh, I shared a page of stuff with him. I can try to look. Where fiction? <laughs> well, no, from the uh, Sternbach technical manual. Uh, does that have any wear fiction in it? <laughs> yeah. Wear phasers. Wear phasers. So it's I a phaser, but then it turns into a person well, no, and fucks somebody. It, it, it's a phaser that's that's shaped like a sex organ, and mm-hmm. you set it to stun, and it, it grows. Oh wait, no, that was my penis. And you stick it in your butt. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. Why not? Set dildos to stun. 
Yeah, said dildos to butt stun. <laughs> I, you know, if you shove that in there fast enough, it will stun you. Like, yeah, what? I'm stunned. <laughs> well, I never. <laughs> well, I never. Hmm. Oh, Lord. I got the vapors. Goodness gracious me. Oh, my, my, my. <laughs> so, yeah, so, uh, so, so he dies. And then, you know, I got to tell you, like, uh, she, Akira's all sad about it because the hero of the, the, the resistance is dead. And then talk about a dick move. Like, the fucking body's not even cold yet. And then uh, this fucking jack-off, fucking O'Brien is like, well, I don't understand. This guy was kind of a pussy. And, like, he kind of sucked at everything. Like, what's the big fucking deal? <laughs> Look, to be fair, though, O'Brien was just pissed off that he lived through the ordeal. <laughs> he got the word that Keiko was on the way back. Yeah. So what he get to die? <laughs> Why did he get to die? I was prepared to die for my captain. Like they didn't show off camera. O'Brien tripped over something. That's why he couldn't get in the way in time. No! Oh, shit! No! no. He was like fighting it. for the guy, you know, fighting him to jump in front of the phaser. It should have been me. It should have been But he couldn't get his clothes off fast enough like the other guy could. But O'Brien threw some serious shade on Lee Nile here, man. He was like, yeah. that guy seemed like kind of a douche. Yeah. And then Maybe he was hoping somebody would kill him when he said that. Yeah. You know, don't talk about Lee Nile that way. That motherfucker is a pussy. <laughs> and then, then the episode just kind of ends with. Like a uh, Tupac Biggie situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, fuck. Fuck Lee Niles. Fuck Carter. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck Bajor as a staff record label and a motherfucking click. Julian's behind him going, take money. <laughs> take money. <laughs> Fuck you, too. But yeah, it's, what, uh, what do you got? Rami Flu or something? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Watch the heart attack. Fuck Kira. Fuck all y'all. But it just seemed like uh, kind of a dick move, and at least uh, uh, your boy uh, Cisco was like, hey, man, shut the fuck up. And that's the way the, that's the, way the episode ended. <laughs> and that's it like that's how it ended you know but it, it wrapped up nicely because now with uh, Lee Nile being all dead and stuff then Kira gets to come back and be the in number two on the space station oh number one well whatever man get the fuck out of here she, she can't be number one she a woman <laughs> damn she the had, first number one was a woman. She had no. Nah, that's all bullshit too. That didn't happen. That that pilot didn't get picked up. <laughs> that's right. That's why. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Can't have no lady commando. That's a bullshit. <laughs> she better be on the phone. That's all I know. <laughs> better be command. She better be commanding some sandwiches. <laughs> nurse. She, she could be the operator. She, the operator. She could command the kitchen. She makes them <laughs> into her mouth. <laughs> better be in sex forward <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so uh yeah I, I, you know this episode was good um it was by far the weakest of the three yeah, yeah. this is the Just preface like, for like the all all the continuation episodes like the last ones are always kind of weak but this should have been the best one because you have this invading force coming to ds9 and like there was no invasion they just kind of showed up and 
all right, they just walked around an empty mall and then these motherfuckers were hiding out in the rafters and then they got caught really easily. I don't even think there was any phaser fire or anything besides the yeah. spaceship. Like, oh no, there's phaser fire on the promenade when O'Brien mm-hmm. and uh, oh, that's right, there was yeah, yeah, there was a little bit where yeah, pew 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 pew, and like Cisco is like clearly not trying to shoot anything. He was just a diversion. Yeah, it, well, nobody could shoot in that yeah. scene. It's just like Jesus, come on, guys. And then he threw the the smoke ball, so they had the their way out. Yeah, that's that's the scene that looked like they filmed. Uh, you know, in the When Doves Cry video because they had the spiral staircase mm-hmm. <laughs> I was waiting for Prince to come down the stairs two of them that would have been amazing that would have been awesome as shit Space Prince I mean they do get some good guest stars so you never know yeah if Space Prince was an alien on DS9 <laughs> the season just started you never know he is an alien yeah but this episode was um, by far the least satisfying of the of the two of the three if you will yeah, but it was a good wrap up. Yeah, it yeah. was. You know, they had to get us ready for the rest of the season. Like yeah. you were saying, you know, this starts out with this amazing, you know, three episode deal, and then you've got to try to sustain that, or you kind of bring it down a little bit at the <laughs> just let it putter out. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like okay, so now we got the so now the rest of the season's not so bad. Time to lower expectations. <laughs> yes, which is key. I mean, but, it's. Yeah. Talky episode. It's a good key to life, man. Lower expectations. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do it. I just, um, I had high hopes for this episode. I was happy that space Steven space Weber was in here. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, was the, the whole circle thing wrapped up way too quickly for me. Like was Steven Weber in the circle? Obviously like, was he a circle? Like they never really gave, they never really gave us much with the circle. I don't think so. Like, I don't think this, any of the circle guys were in the government or the military. They were the, the circle jerks. <laughs> yeah, they were being exploited by the Jaro dude. Basically. Okay, so he's so, so you're saying Jaro is space Donald Trump? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right. That's just Make what I great again. Yeah. That's what that's what people say. Right. I've heard people smart people on the internet say that. Okay. Um. I'm not. I'm gonna say this episode's a six. Yeah, uh, I'll give it a six and a half. I'll be a little generous, optimistic. So I'm gonna keep it a seven, just because it was. A, it did wrap up the, the the whole invasion part. Yeah, I just thought it was wrapped up too neatly. Like what? I'll just kind of uh, the circle's over. All right, cool. We're taking the space station back. Okay, great. Everybody come back. Wonderful. I mean, I, I just, I think I've, I've gone down a half point each episode. Like I started out with an eight and then went down to a seven and a half last week. So this week is a seven. That makes sense to me. Yeah. I give it a six for the entire arc. I give it like a seven and a half. Yeah. Entire arc, I would say is a seven and a half easy. Yeah. And this is by far the, uh, the Keiko of the arc episodes. It sucks. (laughs) It's not that bad. I know. It's like the Julian maybe. I don't mind. Julian doesn't do much. Like he doesn't do anything. Yeah, to, exactly. Uh, this episode doesn't do much. So yeah. it's just kind of there. Julian's just hanging out. Like I almost have, it's weird because like I find myself not remembering some of these people's names because they don't have any effect on me. Like they're just kind of there. You know what I mean? Like they play no part in that. They don't really have a lot of episodes. They don't really have, they're just around. Yeah. You know, like I like Odo. I like Cork. I like Cisco. O'Brien's cool. Um, some of the other people are just like, oh, they're just 
they're just wearing outfits. They're just playing Halloween. Yeah. Like they might as well be at a con. Like, hey, cool, look, I like stall tricks. Look at my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it is awesome. I'm a doctor in space. Although it was pretty cool how uh, how Rom stole Quark's seat. <laughs> that was <laughs> for a Dabo girl. Uh, oh yeah, Rom. Get it. I like, I like Rom. Space night. A space night. Oh, he's all nightly and shit. So there you I, go. I love the part where Odo tripped the guy as he's running down the hall. Like I was like, what? how was he going to shape shift to save the day this time? Oh, he's going to just he made make a, a trip line. Yeah. Yeah. That was really weird. That was, that was a plastic man move right there. Yeah. What, <laughs> yes. Odo shapeshifting though makes no sense to me. Like I don't understand the limitations of it. I don't understand the physics of it. Like I just don't get it. Like how can he instantly turn into a fucking trip wire and then instantly turn right back into Odo? Like it doesn't I don't know, it's just weird. How does plastic man do it? Well, Plastic Man is just, I mean, he's a man made of plastic who doesn't actually turn into these objects. He just throws out his arm, and then the arm does it. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like... like even the Wonder Twins have to chant their little stupid chant before they turn into useless things. Yeah. He didn't instantly. I mean, he morphed down into it. But then, uh, but it's just weird, though. Like, why? I don't know, man. Because, like, even, I mean, Reed Richards still manages to keep his human form when... I guess, well, I guess that's the thing, though. Like the, the humanoid form isn't Odo's natural form. So his natural form is the stuff in the bucket? Yeah. It's the blob. Because mm. yeah. he's faking a human Because that's what yeah, he said. Yeah, yeah, that one episode that he's, it's all fake hair, fake noses, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah, like, like he can't make a good human face, but he can make a rat face pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can make a chair face pretty good. Yeah, he can make, but I mean, he made a trip wire. Chair face Chippendale? Like, how long does it take him to get back into Odo form as we see him on the show? Well, he's just glad somebody else knew Chairface Chippendale. It was right over my head, Dennis. I can't lie to you. The tick? There was a tick. Spoon! I've seen some of the tick. Not in the face. They got picked up uh, for a series on Amazon. So Uh, action or? Live action. The, they, it was part of their pilot season, and uh, they've got a full season now. Yeah. Check out The Tick on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Not Optimus Prime. No, 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 not Optimus Prime. This is after Rodimus Prime. He turns into Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> and he charges you 80 bucks a year. Which isn't bad. I mean, it's not terrible. You um, get it out of the way at one time, unlike Netflix that just kind of weeds away at your life. Yeah. Now, are we going to do uh, Dennis? Do you just, want? They just changed the uh, the pricing for Netflix. For Netflix, like, there's three, yeah, there's three different tiers for pricing now for Netflix. Hmm. I was unaware of that. I was unaware of that as well. I don't care. Whatever it is, it's worth it. I watch Netflix all the time. I don't give a shit. Now you know? they have uh, Ultra HD. If you pay a little bit more, I don't care a shit about HD. Yeah. I watch regular. I watch TV on a fucking antenna. You know? like, I, don't give, I don't give a fuck about HD. Well, yeah, but thanks to Obama switching us over to digital signals. Um, yeah, but I mean, half the time it doesn't come in well anyway. Like there's fucking 
little leaps and shit and it goes in and out and if the weather's bad I don't give a fuck about HD you gotta you plant the aluminum foil on it man I, I put that on my head so the government can't read my thoughts <laughs> I don't want Barack Obama that Muslim learning my brain waves man see that's why Barack, Barack, Hussein, Obama. <laughs> Barack Hussein Obama he's a Muslim <laughs> how do you wrap your balls in tinfoil then so the government can't still like unprocessed babies from me. I'm sorry I asked. That's part of his wearball fiction. It is. It is. It's coming this June. His wear alien fiction. He wraps his testicles in tinfoil. Yeah, and he bites other men's testicles. <laughs> turn them into wearballs. Check out your adult bookstores for the newest series of books from Jordan Kirk. Now, is there, is there really free, like, shitty erotica like that that you can read online? Oh, God, yeah. The free Dude, stuff is why, why haven't we gotten that, and why have you not read that in Mark Twain voice yet? Like, that would be the <laughs> Oh, no, it's, it's – uh, I can send you some links, and it's, it's stuff that I am there's – a, There's a Patreon idea right there. Yeah, like, why can't Mark you – Online erotica. Mark yeah, Twain voice Ben reads shitty erotica. Yeah, but see, I I would be copyright infringing on the guys that wrote it. Why don't you write your own shitty erotica and read that in Mark Twain voice? Because I sell that. <laughs> if it's free, if it's something that they're distributing for free, then is it really like? Yeah, it's public domain. No, no, it's that's not how public domain works. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. No, well, if they put it under like Creative Commons or something. If they do Creative Commons and do share and share alike, maybe. We I mean, could probably just contact the author and be like, hey, we want to use your work on our it, podcast. Here, sign this. Mark Twain is going to read it. Mark, Mark Twain is going to read it. A reputable online oh Mark God, Twain. A, a reputable Mark Twain online impersonator is going to read your erotica, and we're going to laugh at it. <laughs> Think about all the exposure you could get, bruh. Oh, yeah, people die from exposure. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, well, then what we'll do is you write your own shitty erotica, and then you can read it in Mark Twain voice. I got to think that that's the, your homework for this week. Yeah. The overlap between our audience and the erotica audience, though, there may not be that much. No, it's got to be huge. Are you kidding me? <laughs> How many of our listeners actually read erotica? Like, go to literotica. How many of our listeners actually even read? <laughs> Wait, what is it? Literotica. Literotica.com. Literati- is that a real thing? Yeah, like literature and erotica. You put it together and it's literotica. Literotica. <laughs> Are you really looking it up right now? <laughs> hey, Are you, Dennis? I- no, Which one of you went there first? All right, let me check. I would just literally. I was going to say, Dennis's wife is going to come home and check the browser history and be like, what the fuck? No, that's when you oh, just use a fucking no, incognito. Literatica, you must be 18 years or older to read this. Teensies, only movies, sublime directed directory, sleazy dreams, teeny files, voyeur web, Dr. Bizarro, free voyeur zine, Tommy's bookmarks. These are the other top sites. Uh, hey, what's voy- why, like voyeurism? What is it? It's just like people telling stories about them watching other people? Stories and pics, original erotic stories, audio and images, toys and videos, take pleasure to the next level, bulletin board, meet and post with other authors and readers, webcams. That's weird. I don't want to watch people reading shitty erotica. Erotic chats. No, but you're going to get a Patreon for people listening to me read it in Mark Twain voice. But that's because <laughs> it's, it's funny. 
That's yeah. You know what? People would pay to watch a video of you dressed as Mark Twain. <laughs> that, that could be their erotic thing. Uh, Sleazy Dreams XXX, a really cool adult site. Okay, here's the thing. I'll do the video where I dress as Mark Twain and read the erotica if either you or Dennis dresses like Tesla. Why do we have to dress like Tesla? Because Mark Twain and Tesla were like BFFs. <clears throat> so that we can like read stuff, like have two podiums there. So then at the end, uh, uh, Isaac Newton comes in, or not Isaac Newton, but uh, Thomas Edison comes in and just takes credit for the whole idea. What if, Ben, what if you talk, what if you read it as Mark Twain and Jenny dresses up like Huck Finn and then <laughs> she can blow you and stuff and then. <laughs> no, no, because yeah, it crosses a line. It's can't. all implied. Yeah, it's all, it's all, it's all fantasy, bro. I, I don't fantasize about uh, teenage boys blowing me, though. It's not teenage boys. It's Jenny. It's Jenny Finn. Well, yeah, but it's yeah. it's it's you're basing it on Huck Finn. That that I don't like that. All right, stop being such a prude. Just saying. Just let him blow you. <laughs> 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 Why are you making such a big deal about this? God, babe, with your scruples. <laughs> it's a joke. Not, You're a, not joke. a pedophile. He's a manophile. Completely <laughs> <laughs> different. <laughs> He's like a wear man. Wear <laughs> <laughs> <Where>, man. <laughs> Where? A man bit him and he became a man. <laughs> Ooh, a man wear. <laughs> that would be my favorite one. A man wear. <laughs> what you gonna wear, man? <laughs> Oh, and then RuPaul's Drag Race sues us. Yeah, where, man? I think uh, I, I had no idea this is what you did in your spare time is write erotica. You pays the bills. <laughs> pays the bills. <laughs> that would be awesome if it did. I would be so happy for you. Yeah. Well, you I still work at, you know, the, the job. I get up every day and just go over to the Chesapeake Library and just sit there and just hammer them out all day. You're a smut merchant. <laughs> Never heard it called that before. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed Star Trek. We didn't really talk a lot about it. To be fair, this was kind of a one-trick pony episode. Like, they're just, they show up on the space station halfway through, they get caught really fast, and then nothing really happens. They play laser tag. Yeah. It's more... To their credit, like, they did two really good episodes out of three, so you can't really... No, I'm not mad at all. I mean, batting 667 is awesome, you know? Um, it's a great, it's a great little arc. It was a lot of fun. It just, this episode just kind of like, eh, it kind of sputtered out. And I had more fun talking about where bears. Cause I didn't know what any of that stuff was. And now I do. Yeah. Bigfoot porn pulls in about 20,000 a month. So. See, I would think that would be passe and kind of played out, you know, you would think. Interesting. Some Yeti porn. The big market Sasquatch. for that. Sasquatch. Scientists have proven that the Sasquatches are real. All right. Well, there you go, everybody. Um, you guys have a nice week. Uh, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Where bear? <laughs>